Well, listen, it is a great privilege to uh, bring on my my first guest today uh, to talk about the Joe Biden press conference. And again, I use those terms in massive air quotes because I don't think it was particularly either really press centric or a conference per se. His name is Scott Walker. He is the former governor of the great state of Wisconsin. Uh, He is now the president of the Young America's Foundation, an organization dedicated to building the next generation of conservative leaders. And let's get right into it, Governor. Uh, So your your thoughts uh, on this on this press conference, the first press conference by Joe Biden, the longest we've ever gone uh, uh, for a sitting president uh, having his first press conference. Well, he's either incredibly incompetent or incredibly cynical, and and maybe it's a little bit both. And I feel sorry for this nation because we deserve better. Yeah, well, let's let's get into this because I, one of the points that I've I've wanted to make is that yes, we can we can spend some time talking about the sadness uh, of his performance, and and there's a lot to be said about, and we can speculate about the reasons uh, you know for his meandering or whatever. But the real disturbing. Part of this is what he said. You know, one of Joe Biden's attributes, I will say, is that he says the quiet part out loud, the things that he did say he was going to do. <laughs> talk talk a little bit about this and what, what was most distressing to you from a substantive policy perspective. Well, you go down the list. I mean, the fact that the guy really either doesn't know or doesn't want to know uh, about the crisis that's happening at the border, contending that somehow this is natural uh, this this time of year. That's certainly not the case. I think on the filibuster, I thought it was particularly disturbed when he talked about how, you know, it's been used all these different times. And then last year it was used in excess, as he called it, abused. Again, either he doesn't know or he cynically thinks that we don't know that the filibuster was used last year uh, overwhelmingly by his party when they weren't in power. Uh, and, and somehow that's his justification for why uh, they, they should somehow pull back on it. This is a guy who, when he was in the Senate, just like Barack Obama did when he was in the Senate, made the point why they should keep the filibuster. For them, it's all about power. And that's the disturbing thing about Biden. We saw it on display in this press conference, but it really goes back quite some time. This is a guy who will do and say absolutely anything to be president. We know because he's run three times for the office and uh, he doesn't, you know, he pretended to be a a moderate during the primaries because that was the only lane open for him, but he's outsourced entirely his agenda to the radical left. And again, that was on display. Uh, My guest is Scott Walker, uh, a former governor of Wisconsin, now president of the Young America's Foundation. Uh, And we're talking about we're talking about the the Joe Biden press conference that happened on on Thursday. Uh, But let's get into let's get into this. The substance you've handled press conferences many, many times. Um, Have you used that notes to that level, crib sheets to that level? I mean, that's that's fascinating to me that that sort of uh, that we're talking about this. Well, again, it's either it's either incompetence or uh, the part I say about being so cynical is um, you only need those sort of detailed notes. If you either don't know what you're talking about or you do, but but you you're deceiving the people you're talking to so much. It's it's not hard to remember the truth. It's hard to remember lies or if you're twisting the truth. And, And so either way, it's a bad thing, again, not just for him, but for this country and uh the other part that I look at, and it's already been obvious even before this press conference, is whether you're Putin or whether you're Xi Jinping, you know, China and Russia are, are looking. And I I worry that we're, we're likely to get into uh, maybe not an outright war, but sure. have a test of power 
uh, in the not too distant future because they just look at this guy and think, man, um, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He, he says these outrageous things like he did against Putin, like he did against China, and then doesn't have any ability to back them up. We saw how bad that was years ago with Barack Obama theoretically drawing a, a red line, and then the folks in Syria immediately crossing that line, uh, and he had no intention of acting on it. I worry that that's going to get us into a, a global problem, and it probably already has. Well, then that's just it, right? I mean, and we're talking with Scott Walker, uh, uh, former governor of Wisconsin, uh, president of the Young America's Foundation. Uh, that's that's exactly it. I mean, it's not as though uh, we have not been involved in these tests of power over the last, well, I mean, listen, more than eight years, but or 12 years. I mean, uh, you know, going back to, I mean, people seem to forget that, that in 2001, after George W. Bush took office, we were already in a crisis with China back then. That's 20 years ago now. We're actually coming up on the 20th anniversary where the Chinese were holding one of our planes hostage on the tarmac. Um, so we were focused there. The Chinese never let up. The Russians never let up. And, and this is the end result here. But, you know, Governor Walker, let's talk about about other policy issues. Let's talk about the things the administration is doing that are putting America on a much less strong footing. Talk a little bit about that from a policy perspective. Well, and go back for one second to the uh, Please. A, a different contrast. Ronald Reagan being tough, even what he did with the air traffic controllers in 81, not only sent a message on domestic policy, I'm convinced it sent a message to the old Soviet leaders that this wasn't a guy to be messed with, and they didn't mess with him. But as yeah. far as other issues, I think the clearly the issue, not only did he flub up uh, in the uh, press conference, uh, Biden did, but I think is, is getting even worse as we speak, and that's our, our border crisis. Oh, yes, I mean, of it, it's just a, such a, I mean, it doesn't, you don't have to be a conservative to get this. You just have to have an ounce of common sense that when you send up a flare that says, hey, our borders, we're, we're going to back off. You can come on in. No wonder there's a crisis. It's not just a crisis in terms of having too many people in, whether you call them cages or units or rooms or whatever, under any circumstances, let alone while COVID-19 is still an issue in this world. But the bigger long-term issue I worry about is they're going to use this. They may be dumb like a fox, fly like a fox. They're going to they're going to use this crisis that they haven't acknowledged yet as an excuse to just completely have open borders and, and let all these people in and many more. And and I've been down to the border with Greg Abbott, in Texas. I've been at the border in other places. This is not an issue of people just walking in to go work and and you know the way that some of the left contend. I've seen the numbers in terms of trafficking of drugs, of humans, of firearms, uh, even of terrorists coming across. Oh, yeah. And people want to do ill to us across our southern border. And let's, and let's talk about this for a second because the, this issue there, – then there's the issue of transparency and accountability. Uh, and Joe Biden made it really clear in the press conference on Thursday. Again, you got to look. He said the quiet part out loud, which is – well, we're 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 not going to send the press down there until we're until we're further much further along in this. I mean, this is a very disturbing situation, especially with a press that is already pretty much sycophantic to this president. I mean, don't don't you agree, uh, Governor Walker? Oh yeah, yeah. I got a kick out of it. If it, it. It's funny if it wasn't so sad, but the Babylon Bee, which is always funny, uh, had uh, said they're, they're giving new outfits to the White House press corps for the press conference and it was these cheerleading outfits that said biden harris on the front you know it's funny but it's sad because it's i mean my goodness if this was not even just donald trump if this was george w bush or any other republican 
you know, they, they'd be having nightly specials on network oh, yeah. television about how awful uh, things are and how they're, you know, they're, they're, they're not letting the American people see what's going on here. The fact is you don't get to pick, if you're transparent, you don't get to pick and choose then what things you show. Thank yeah. God for people like Senator Ted Cruz and the other Republican senators who went down and are, are down at right now at the border because they're exposing the absolute hypocrisy, not just this administration, but so many of the legacy media that's just ignoring something they'd be going nuts over if it was a Republican. Let's let's turn our attention to you. We talked a little bit about the filibuster a, a moment ago. What happens if the nuclear option is pressed and the filibuster is gone? What is the Senate? First of all, do you think it's going to happen? And then what happens? What happens if it does happen? What does it really mean for America? What does it mean for our politics down the road? Well, it, it, I pray to God literally every day that Joe Manchin wakes up with a backbone because he talks yeah. a tough game, but he's only a moderate when it's convenient. And so I hope folks, uh, anybody who knows anybody in West Virginia, continue to, to keep calling out and, and su- supporting his so-called support of, of the filibuster. But I think that could change in a dime. And what really worries me is that Manchin will say that he's against pulling back on the filibuster, but that Schumer will cut a deal for just this one time. And the one time will be what I call the corrupt politician act, which is mm. house uh, resolution, HR one, now HR1, Senate yeah. Bill one, uh, which should tell you everything you need to know. What is the first bill they introduce? It's not about COVID. It's not about small businesses. It's not about getting our kids back to school. It's about taking power away from state and local officials when it comes to elections and putting it in the hands of these politicians in Washington uh, where they'll wipe out things like photo ID laws that I signed. They'll wipe out other state and local regulations and put the power in their hands. And why that's important to know is everything else you care about, taxes, uh, tax relief, regulatory reform, if you're pro-life like me, if you believe in the Second Amendment, all those things are at risk if they change this, because this completely changes the power structure. And if they took it a step further for the Supreme Court, you could suddenly now have a situation where they add seats and then pack the court with radical liberal activists. And then, boy, Katie barred the door. Uh, Uh, It's a whole different world. Let me let me ask you this. Uh, uh, well, actually, you know, while I have you on, tell us all a little bit about the, tell my listeners a little bit about the Young America's Foundation. It's an organization I've known about for some time. It's an organization I support. But but tell my listeners about it. Yeah, yaf.org, yaf.org. That's that's our website. They can get all the details. Simply put, we train the next generation of freedom fighters. And right now, we're actually just this week announcing something called the Long Game, which people can get absolutely free. yaf.org slash long game and it's a 12-point action plan to take back not just our campuses but our culture even things like our communications where we're we're really under siege when it comes to censorship from big tech and yf's been on campuses particularly in college for decades and they do great work we're on over 2,000 campuses across america supporting conservative students but in my long game plan we that, i say that's not enough we got to be in all 4,000 we got to add yeah. a million more students. We got to start earlier, not just in high school, but in junior high, and it need be even match the uh, the efforts of the left, even with elementary school students and getting their parents the support they need to counter these sixteen nineteen projects and these other Marxist curriculum items that teach our kids to hate America. We love yes. America, and we want to share that with folks. We want to share a message of freedom and opportunity for students and families all across America, and that's we're excited to to kick off the long game.
Well, Governor Walker, we would love to have you back if you're amenable to it. Thank you so very much for joining us this morning. Have a good one. Thanks. I appreciate it. That's uh, Governor Scott Walker, former governor of the great state of Wisconsin, uh, now president of the uh, Young America's Foundation.